Hello everyone and welcome to episode 9 of the Artful Athlete podcast. It's been 9 episodes already. Gosh, I'll be honest with you. My expression, my creativity and my voice haven't felt this free in a very long time. And to think that last year I was struggling with putting my thoughts into words. Podcasting is definitely the right medium for me right now. I have always felt a lot more comfortable in the spoken than the written realm anyway. It may sound odd if you look at the amount of writing work I've done, whether creatively or professionally. It took me some time to even figure out the difference between the two. When I had to write reports, essays, dissertations, newspaper articles, the content flew out with a little more ease. Because quite often it was about regurgitating information, quotes, rephrasing, paraphrasing, analysing or explaining something which had little to do with me directly, personally. It took some time to get out of me, yes, but it never felt painful. With more creative and personal writing, on the other hand, well, that was a completely different story, to be honest with you. It felt physically painful, actually. Like having an invisible hand plunging through my chest and try to rip my heart out, and the hand would pull and pull and pull, but nothing would ever rip because it was an elastic heart. And while this invisible grip would pull and tighten up, another hand would plant a sword through my left knee all the way to the ground. And then a third hand would arrive out of nowhere and try to pull my guts open. And yet, obviously, none of this was real. I was by myself, still there, in front of my notepad, in front of my laptop, but literally trying to tear this creation out of me. And so everything felt forced. I never had such a visceral reaction when I had to give a speech, when I had to act or to sing. As cliché as this may sound, I'm pretty sure it was because the words I was using were pre-written. I was safe behind those. Because if somebody were to ask me about the emotion I was portraying, it wasn't mine. It was the characters. It was already present in those words. It wasn't me. In that way, the words I were uttering felt like a shield. And if I was taking part in a Q&A, it was taking me back to the analytical, the cause, the consequence, the definitions. And yes, of course, you distill some of your opinions through those, but it's not necessarily blatant. I don't know, it just felt safer. This physical pain I experienced while writing followed me around. There were days where the words would come out with more ease, and on those days I recall that prior to writing, I would have participated in an activity that removed me from my mind and would have taken me back to a more empirical state. A state where your experience, your connection and your response to the world around you prevails. For the philosophy nerds out there, I see ya. And if you've ever read Descartes' Meditations, you know that as humans, supposedly, this is not the recommended path. Because in the eyes of Descartes and other philosophers, anything connected to or coming from the empirical realm, from the way you feel, was deemed not trustworthy enough because it's emotion-based and therefore not rational. I'm broadly summing up years of philosophy right there, but it was how people like Descartes or Leibniz recommended we behaved and expressed ourselves. 
you're probably wondering why I'm telling you this. Rest assured, I'm not spreading knowledge jam for the sake of it, but rather I invite you to look at your current relationship with your expression. Whether you're an actor, a speaker, writer, creator, or an accountant, a, I don't know, a dentist, a lawyer, a podcaster, hey, a consultant, or even a barista, you're here listening to this because you want to understand how you can be heard, how you can express yourself freely. And this is a necessary step. In order to free my written expression, in order to free my expression, I had to look at every aspect of my relationship to it. And this is a five-step process. Number one, how do I feel when I try to write, speak in public, communicate something personal? Number two, where in my body do I feel it the most? When it came to writing, I've explained it earlier, it was my heart and my left leg that dominantly took a pounding. What is it to you? Where is it in your body that you feel it the most? Number three. This one is a tricky one. Why do I feel like this? Why does my throat tighten up when I try to speak my mind? Why do I freeze when I attempt to write a blog, a note? Why do I hesitate when I have to go do a live on Zoom, on Instagram, on Facebook? Why am I quiet around my boss or my colleagues, my clients, when hours later I'll let my tongue loose and speak my truth to the wall? What am I letting myself believe to be true when I long to join that chorus and let myself be seen? Number four. Depending on the answers you gave to question two, how can you relax this part of your body? For my aching heart and my leg, I would... Oh gosh, I'm going to say this out loud. <laughs> um, but I would put some music on full blast in my ears and lip sync the heck out of it using whatever I had nearby as a microphone, imagining I'm giving a concert to hundreds of people. Or I'd just dance and shake my booty around, do a mini workout. Or if I didn't feel like doing any of those, I'd let myself be guided to my emotions by just sitting or lying down on the floor and breathing. Have you noticed how everything comes back to the breath? Hmm, interesting, isn't it? And then whether lying down or sitting down, I'd put some music in my ears. Quite often it would be shanties or just a soundtrack. And I'd let myself be transported to a story. This was my response to that heart stress, to that heartache. The aim was never to choke it up, but to show it that it was okay for it to be there and that it was invited to feel as much as it needed. Number five, after this little moment of release, I'd come back to my creating, my writing, my recording space and see what setup I'd felt more comfortable with. Some days it was writing, lying down on the floor, Others, I'd be on my bed or at a desk. Some days I needed to face the windows. Other, I'd face the wall or a plant. And once everything was set up, I'd sit down and close my eyes. Take a long, slow, low breath through the nose, letting it travel down to the belly and slowly up to my lungs, to my heart. And on the exhale, I'd imagine roots growing out of my feet going deep into the ground and a white cloud coming out of my mouth. Why roots? Because I want to communicate with honesty. My clients know this, it's something I just bang on and bang on and bang on about it, but I want that honesty. I want 
that empirical state, that connection to how I feel in the space, in my day. I want my writing, my words, my drawings to be the physical representation of my way of seeing the world. And so do you. You see and experience the world in a way that is unique to you. Your way of communicating, of expressing yourself, is directly influenced by how you see and connect to this world around you, to the themes you're passionate about, to whatever it is you truly believe in, to the people you interact with on a daily basis, to the books you read, the films and TV shows you watch, the video games you play. There is no right or wrong way of expressing who you are. There's a medium that will suit your needs better than another. As I said earlier, currently, it's podcasting for me. And now that I am connected to this form of expressive freedom, the other realms of expression that I enjoyed but struggled with have fallen into place. There is an alignment of sort that has appeared, connecting north with south, east with west, written to spoken, imagined to drawn. And this alignment comes from the acknowledgement and healing of the emotions I experienced from attempting expression or creation. Once you've identified the how, the why, you need to give it some space to be seen. You need to give it some love in. Quite often, the reason we end up being blocked in our expression is because of an imposed or self-made belief that we're an imposter, we're lying to ourselves, we're going to be a bother, that no one, no one is going to want to read or hear us anyway. I should stick to someone else's words and manufacture emotions. I should just quit. But I should do more. But I'll never be this good. I'll never have this confidence. I'll never be seen for who I am. Now this also has another name. And it might pain you to hear this because it's such a short word. And yet it has such a strong hold. And that word is fear. That's why the loving, the releasing, the grounding are so essential to your expression. It's the only way to ease the grip that fear has gotten over you. It's a product of the mind, of what you deem a logical train of thought, a rational way of life, whether consciously or subconsciously. But true expression doesn't live in the mind. It's slightly lower. It's in the throat, the heart, the belly, the hands, the feet. That doesn't mean we're chucking the mind out of the window. Absolutely not. We need the mind. But we have to show and prove to it that it's in a safe space. And for that, we need the emotional realm, the emotional experience, the empirical. It's okay to feel, and it's okay to feel more, people. And let that stuff show you the way forward. Try different mediums. Try different colours, different voices, different pens. Until it feels right in the heart, not the head. Next week, we'll talk about the written voice. Take your time today. Don't forget to ground. If you've forgotten how to do it, episode 9 is there for you. And if you have any questions or would like me to talk about something specific, hit me up. My mailbox and DMs are always open. It's the Artful Athlete on Instagram and Facebook. And the website has the same name. Fancy that. Have a wonderful day and I'll speak to you soon.